Frozen Banana. Welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm going to be your host today. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, Kylie. Hello. And Jesse. Hey. And we have a special guest, one of our oldest friends, Luke. All right. <laughs> a podcast. How's a it going, podcast. dudes? It's good. That's my question to you, though. You, how are you? How are you doing, Luke? I'm, you can't fucking ask me that. I'm, <laughs> I'm blown away that we're all sitting here doing this, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Well, this, this is kind of what we did as kids. We just kind of <laughs> would, you know, ignore whatever yeah. else is going on in the world and talk about video games and music and movies and yep. bullshit. All those pretend great that, things. Pretend that we know better than anyone else. Yep. Except now we really do know better than anyone else. <laughs> exactly, because it's our podcast, all right? So if you want to tell us different, then send us a goddamn email at uh, <laughs> twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet us on Twitter at twistmyarmcast, and um, any other social media norm you can find us. Um, today, we're just, I don't know, we're not really, it's not going to be that crazy of an episode. We're not talking about too much. There's not a lot going on. Um, last week we had Corbin's Corner, his first full episode. Um, it was a lot of fun. I it, got to do a... It really made me want to go see John Wick too. Yeah, he <laughs> did a really good job. I actually and I actually listened to the whole podcast because yeah. I sat there and edited the whole thing. Like, I, <laughs> I actually listened to it, Corbin, I swear to God. It was really funny. I laughed out loud a few times. Yeah, I did too. I liked it. So um, I'm really excited for him to do more of those. Well done. Yeah, I want... <laughs> Indeed. Um, I want to I wanna get in on the Logan one, I think, next month. I want to be a phone-in guest on Corbin's Corner. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> Coming into my own show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, we have we're adding another section or segment. What would you call it? Uh, another. It's, uh, it's another way to interact with us. Um, yeah. It's another way for you to stay in touch with the show. If you don't want to listen, but you know, you don't seem to hate us, you could play video games with us. Um, currently, we are just getting started and we have a new community on playstation 4 if you go to the communities page it's uh, right next to your friends on your settings of your uh, xmb go to the communities page search for twist my arm you'll see us on there we play a lot of games on ps4 this week in particular we're focusing on the open beta for tom clancy's ghost recon wildlands it's really fun i've really been enjoying myself i am gonna go play some more once we're done recording this podcast so if you want go ahead jump on ps4 look up twist my arm on the communities add jb42088 add blam blam thank you if only this is being uploaded tonight though because it's 
People are going to hear this tomorrow night and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go jump on and you're not going to be on there. Oh, I'll be <laughs> on. I've got the rest of the weekend off. Oh. And oh. I believe the beta runs through Monday. So okay, cool. let me double check that. But I believe that's correct. So yeah, I'll, be, I'll be getting on there probably tomorrow sometime as well after I get this edited and stuff because I do want to check it out. I it's, haven't, I haven't it's even great. played it yet. I downloaded it and stuff, but I haven't. And we can talk about it in depth after the introduction, but I am really enjoying For sure. it. Um, and also with that, we are trying to incorporate a Twitch, um, the live video game streaming thing. Um, our good friend Nate, who's been on the show a few times, he was on one of the first episodes, actually. Um, he's going to start doing his own little kind of run-throughs and playthroughs. Um, I think Jesse had the best name for it. I think we're going to call it Twitch My Arm. If we, um, if we can do that. <laughs> I, I would hope so. I would think if it's on Twitch, we could use the word Twitch. Yeah, come on now. That's my guess, though. But if you don't get to see the live parts of it, you can definitely see we're going to have YouTube as well. So you can go on YouTube and check out those videos. We're going to actually be debuting that show, Nate's Nate's Corner, I guess. It <laughs> should Corbin's be a corner. nook. Nate's nook. Oh, brilliant. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yes. Corbin's Corner and Nate's nook. Yeah. There it is right there. Thanks, Luke. Yep. Anytime, dude. Awesome. So we're going to be uh, doing that next week, and it's going to be, what is it next week? Uh, the Switch. So next weekend, The Switch comes out, oh, and we're going to be doing a live podcast. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this yet. I'm hoping we can do it live on Facebook, um, the first Twitch episode, and then afterwards we'll upload it to YouTube. But it's definitely going to be kind of an unveiling of The Switch, showing what it's all about on the first weekend, um, giving you those first initial impressions. So. I'm excited. I'm really stoked about that too. So it'll be it'll be a good time. Um, but that day is not today. So today, what are we talking about, Jesse? What, what do you got up here first? Well, so um, first, let's start with our guest, since that would be yeah, yeah, probably the polite good thing call. to do. Yeah. So we've known I, you've known Luke longer than I've known him, but I've known him for. 10 plus years 15 plus years probably 15 yeah uh, so it was it was 1998 oh my God. we were me i was about to go into fifth grade and i think i met josh right about then we met at vacation bible school vacation bible school yeah, by that right. church <laughs> that same church that's right by your dad's house yes. right same <laughs> one that he still goes to how funny <laughs> um so so yeah about about 90 98 so going on 20 years of knowing josh and Holy um shit. jesse came to the middle school we were going to in, I think, 2001, 2002. Yeah, eighth grade. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it went, went all through high school and um, kind of just spent our time talking dicking shit. around, talking <laughs> shit. I mean, mostly, I, I, I'm surprised I learned anything in high school. Me and Jesse had a lot of seats together in, in classes, and he just, oh just trash-talked, man. Like, yep. Or, you know, just, just would make remarks about various skanks and yeah. things of that nature. <laughs> teachers. Other students. Which yeah. teachers were skanks? Yeah, there was I'm, probably not we as many were, as I thought there we were. We were but. just talking about that. That um, she had Kylie had a teacher, uh, or not? You didn't have the teacher, but you had a friend that fucked said teacher. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to high school with the kid, but he was two years younger than me, and um, I remember reading in the paper that it was the theater teacher oh. that got caught mm-hmm. having sex, and like the th- theater teacher when I went there was this like super awesome guy, and like he was really old and about <laughs> to retire. So I was like, so you thought, "Oh no!" Yeah, but um, his legacy. Out, <laughs> I know, right? Turns out the person who replaced him it was a young lady, and she oh, had nice. sex nice. with the student, and it was that good buddy of mine who was younger than did, me. Did um, did she give oral to happen. the student? I 
did not ask details. I don't yes. know. Yes, I'm there, pretty sure she did. Is nice. there a police report somewhere we could <laughs> <Nice>. obtain? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure, probably. Oh, thanks, Trey and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just because we appropriate your content doesn't mean we disapprove of it. <laughs> yeah. Usually it means we idolize it. <laughs> Usually. Um, we did. I'm pretty sure we had one of those teachers, too, though. In our in our high school, I do not want to name names. I don't want to name high schools or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure we did. I think most high schools in the have country at least one. have some kind of sketchy like teacher who's right there on the edge. Yeah. Like, and they probably do. They just don't ever get caught. Right. Yeah. So well, I think that's the dumbest maybe. part is well, clicking caught. If you get a if you get a bone, don't get caught. Even if you're like a 26 year old teacher and an 18 year old student, like that is terrible. Still, like you are in a position of trust, right? And like responsibility. Yeah. I know this is like the worst thing to say to that, but I mean, think of like 500 years ago when that yeah. shit didn't exist. In that age when it was gap just isn't like huge. Don't get it's me pure, wrong, it's but pure, it's not about I get it, the it was age. 500 years ago, and we're in a totally different right society. It's and well, stuff, and it's a natural. Like, you're right. It's a natural urge. And it's like a thing that can't necessarily be, you know, decided upon. But I'm pretty sure my neighbor's 15 year old dog still tries to have sex with a two year old puppy. Well, you know, like, uh-oh. come on now. But that's dog years. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> which like, is even worse. Yeah, that's like that's like a, a 70 year old dating a high schooler. In, <laughs> which is dog world. Which is our president. Right. right yeah. <laughs> which which happens. So. Oh, God. But it's because you know what? If you ask a girl if she would be willing to date a guy younger than her. She'll she'll probably say no. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily true. Significantly younger. I would younger? say no yeah. because I'm pretty okay. young, so I wouldn't personally. You'd be the, but it's not you'd like, be the teacher doing the eighteen year old. That's what she's saying. You'd be, you'd be the hot English See, teacher. I'm right? not even old enough to be the age of the teacher in my hypothetical situation. Right? Like See I exactly. <laughs> so you you would be more <laughs> so susceptible to that, dude. Did you get Miss Lewis for English? <laughs> oh. Did you see that shirt she was wearing? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so wow! I could not. Her husband is that. such a tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard he runs a fucking. He's always parked outside <laughs> in his van, <laughs> talking into a microphone. Anyways, he says it's for a podcast. So I, I mean, I know you can't tell, but. We're off the rails already. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Luke. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We know Luke. He's a good friend. Um, Luke brought you. You ha- brought some music with you. I brought a little music. I've been jamming with a couple of cats for about about eight years now. Me and a guy named Trevor. He's a drummer. We met through a, another mutual friend a few years back and started a band. And for the last eight years we've just been trying to record these songs that we've written and we have them recorded. It's just very hard to get them mixed and mastered. It's, it can be expensive. Josh, I, I can got, help you. With I that. got the legit connection. <laughs> so stoked. <laughs> so, um, about a year ago we started just home producing this album and it's pretty much all recorded. So now it's just, just getting all the post-production stuff done. So one song happens to be in pretty good shape. So we brought that. It's it's an it's old. It's an old song. It's got about ten year old riffs in it. Damn. And it happens. We'll we'll go with a. I think this might be one of my favorite songs. We'll go with a good Colorado 
weed theme, and it, is, it happens to be the song named Durban Poison. Nice. <laughs> this, this album is going to be seven songs, so this is, I think, right in the middle of the album. Pretty, so, pretty fun. So what's well, the we'll, band called? We are Spear Ritual, and the album we are working on right now will be called High Priest, Release date to be announced. Nice. <laughs> uh, where can people find you? Can they find you yet? We are on. We have a SoundCloud account. Okay. So if you search Spear Ritual on SoundCloud, we will be the first ones that pop up. It's my brother and I that are pictured there. So if you see a couple bald dudes, you <laughs> know come to the right place. Bald, it's metal. Bald is metal. Um, we have. We've got a Spear Ritual Facebook page on on Facebook, and in addition to that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter if you'd like at Luke in Fort Collins, and I'll be up posting various you know live jams that we do. If you guys ever use Periscope, I don't know if you guys ever do that. We've done some Periscope. Periscope. We haven't actually, but I was very intrigued. Is that so? Is that basically just Twitter Live? Like you're just broadcasting? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like live Twitter, and people that follow you can follow that that periscope and comment live and give you little likes and you see little hearts pop up on your screen very cool that it sounds is, it that is sounds cool. rewarding we're such social virgins it sounds rewarding well it's not even that it's that now we're social old guys oh that's true whoops because because you used to have a myspace page you probably I do, I, you probably oh my still god have i just looked page. at my myspace page not too long ago oh yeah so <laughs> anyways it's because we grew up with those social networks so now we're like true. we don't understand the twitter and the periscope <laughs> and the linkedin it's true what do you mean I, can't too. i just I put just a cool <laughs> background on my facebook why can't i do that you gotta you gotta dig out that aol cd and just pop it in oh, start from square one you've got mail um yeah cool well thank you for being on the show Luke. of course it's, dude it's thanks great for to have you me. like you're always uh you're always involved on our shit liking us liking yeah our shit i've seen and, you like, on facebook oh that's fun <laughs> commenting on shit all the time like we appreciate here yeah, yeah we appreciate the interaction of course for dudes. sure um yeah so uh moving on from there I got, uh, we'll play uh we'll play your song on the first break um cool, cool yeah get that in there for sure and then uh we'll move on from there what's our first what'll be our first news thing should we uh so should we go into uh if you want i can start with the game section or we can talk about um you guys, or you guys can talk about your oh yeah we did go to a restaurant yeah we did do that you want to do that let's talk about that okay let's yeah. do that <laughs> kylie like, which restaurant did we go to um well damn it you know i knew you were gonna make me say the name because it's of like course I was. Fucking, <laughs> i'm gonna like butcher it <laughs> it's okay. a, it was a little mexican joint oh i know what it's called it's called like las caras <laughs> Las Caras. <laughs> Which is like a terrible pronunciation of it, but it's actually... C-A-R-A-S? Caras. Caras. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very... <laughs> We're awful. Very white person. That being said, though, Mucho I blanco. don't really um, eat Mexican food. Um, oh, yeah. You're more of a Chinese person. Huh? I, yes. I'm definitely super into the you're Asian all food. all about that. But... Um, I think it's mostly like it's not that I don't like Mex- Mexican food um, and I like spiciness and stuff. I just like f- uh, I like vegetables and I like freshness. And a lot of the times with Mexican and which what people like about Mexican food is that it's smothered in stuff. And you know what I mean? Salsa. Which sounds great to a whole lot of other people. But anyway, <laughs> so the, we had never been there before, but it's right across the street from where we live. So it's actually pretty neat and we'll probably go back someday. But. Yeah, uh, it's um for those of you that are listening and want to maybe try this place out, it is on Tamarack and Hampton. 
It's in the Target parking lot, um, right next or right behind Benihana's, a uh, little hole in the wall restaurant. Yes. Um, smashed in between a liquor store and a bar. It's like in the little so, strip mall. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, but it was it was great. It was, I mean, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about like your experience. Like, what do you? You know, like when we first walked in, what did you think? First of all, I thought it was incredibly small, but yeah. I, you know, I, th- I thought it was going to be bigger, but it was definitely really neat. It was very um, comfortable and very inviting. Cozy. Yes. But it wasn't, it didn't have the feel of like Mexican restaurant at all. There wasn't like anything no. besides there was like the dried chilies hanging down. Oh, you mean like all the... But even the wait like staff, cliche. nobody that worked there was, that was even Mexican. No, there was no neon Corona sign no. in exactly, the window. Yeah. No 12-piece no mariachi <laughs> band. No t- yeah, exactly. anything like that. Uh, yeah, it, it was like Coors Light and Bud Light and a bunch of white guys. Oh, exactly. And like hipster <laughs> See, white I'd still guys. Probably, I'd still probably prefer to drink, you know, Tecate and Dos Equis with my Mexican food. Yeah. Right. I just don't need a neon sign about it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but see, that was one thing that I noticed, though. I'm sure they, they had they Mexican beer, had, by the way. They had bottled beer. They, did. okay. they didn't have any beer on draft. And I don't know. They didn't advertise any margaritas. I didn't see anything like on the menu. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't That's notice right. any hard alcohol. All I saw was the <laughs> bottled beer, which is fine. I just, you know, it's interesting they didn't have any tequila that i noticed yeah anyway, they um, i think they deliver tacos and i think that they they're, do deliver they're, they're, <laughs> i think their delivery service brings them a little bit more money and Probably. you can't really deliver beer so they don't right. really invest in that at the moment well and it was such a small place that's not like where you'd want to take a bunch of your friends for happy hour sure well that's what it's i was like gonna say you go the on space a small date maybe yeah like, the space mm-hmm. is probably an issue. They don't want to have a full menu with a bunch of tables and encourage exactly. you to sit there and drink a margarita because they're like, you need to get in, get out, or just stay at home and we'll bring you the tacos. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That um, makes sense. It was it was awesome. It was really clean. Um, we walked in yeah. and like there was the, some Mexican restaurants you go into were dirty. Really any restaurant. Like, and that that's, that's true. Just, yeah, that's, not, that's not pretty Mexican true. in particular, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one that we went into today, I won't say anything, but it was pretty dirty. The yeah. one that I, yeah, the one that we went to today, I was not impressed with, except for I did like the liquid beans. Oh, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but sounds, no, it was, it was, sounds awful. <laughs> it was so good. It was refried beans and it was just really like, it was like a dip. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but Solid aside from being solids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I farted pretty much immediately <laughs> afterwards. I was, farted while ordering. <laughs> <laughs> Get this out of the way. I feel bad for the Tinder date behind me because it really <laughs> ruined it for him. Um, but no, besides being super clean, this place was, I mean, everyone there was so friendly. Mm-hmm. Like the second you walked in, the, you know, the person there was like, hey, how's it going? Just take a seat wherever. Like very friendly wait staff. Um, and it, it just, it kind of, I don't know. It, it was such a mom pa store. Like it just mm-hmm. made me want to go back and support them because yeah. of how low budget, I guess I would say it is. Yeah. You know, the best, they, dude. Yeah, it's it was like it, it looked like an old kind of fifties diner too, because they had it those did. like uh, what what are, what are those called? Uh, frosted window bricks. You know oh what I'm yeah, talking yeah. About? Yep. They had those and uh, on top of like a pattern exactly, yeah. and that was on top of a little checkered wall that oh, nice. like blocked the kitchen. You know, or and maybe so, even an old barber shop. Yeah, it just it looks super. Old retro, I guess. Re- and again, retro, this is yeah. a Mexican joint. Like, yeah. so going back to what I was saying, it didn't have that vibe, but there was a bunch of art on the wall. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Strange art too. It was definitely <laughs> interesting. It was not. Un- it was unlike art I had ever seen before. But it, it was, was something you'd see at really DIA. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, not quite like art. that. So, so the Illuminati contributed yeah. to no, the decor. No. Nice. 
This is putting shedding of like terrible light on this place. Though. No, it was a dark place. No, it was just interesting art because it was just all different like pictures of people, like you know, different. It was races a lot of portraits, and stuff, you yeah. know, and there was like a cowboy and a baby in a bucket. Yeah, just <laughs> super. I don't know, thrown together. By choice though, right? But like he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a happy baby. Okay. <laughs> he had a really disproportionate arm. That was the first thing I noticed. Oh, yeah. But like the faces, the portraits Maybe were actually that was a metaphor. pretty good. Yeah, maybe it could be. I mean, it is. It's art. So, so, so how was the food though? I was just gonna get yeah, there. I would, um, we should, yeah, <laughs> the 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 whole atmosphere was just fantastic when you go in there. I was really excited to eat it. The chips were great because um, obviously they bring you the chips and the salsa. Right. It was a homemade salsa made out of like like it was like an onion pico de gallo sort of thing. It was like it a was, sweet onion kind of delicious chunks um, of onion and and everything was made in house. All the chips were made in house. All the salsa was made in house. Um, I ended up getting, I don't know, a beef taco and a burrito and an enchilada or something. It was the last thing I could eat before I got my teeth pulled. Ooh. And so I wanted to get something that I could crunch on. Cause taco. I, yeah. So I got some tacos and stuff and it was fantastic. It was really good. Everything there was made in house. It wasn't like they ordered, you know, a bag of beef and threw it in a steamer and <laughs> put it on a taco. Like it was really authentic, really good stuff. Um, what did, I forgot what you had, Kylie. What did you have? I had like the, it was the carne asada tacos. And oh, yeah. The chunks of steak. They were huge. My God. <laughs> it was, yeah, they, it was like definitely, and it was cooked perfectly. Super, super juicy and delicious. But going back to how I was saying, I don't like the smotheredness. I like the fresh vegetables. I loved the tacos because it was like, it wasn't smothered and stuff. There wasn't like a heavy sauce on it. It was just like clean, fresh ingredients. Right. Um, the steak was cooked really well. And I liked the uh, guacamole a lot because it tasted predominantly of avocados, which you don't <laughs> find anymore. It right. tastes, you know, spices are great. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's all the mix. But, you know, if your guacamole doesn't really taste like avocados, I'm not It's not really impressed. guacamole. So theirs was super good. And I just all around, yeah. it was a really nice experience. Confession moment. Okay. I don't like guacamole. He doesn't either. either. I, cool. it was, I just ate it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. My When we do these restaurant reviews, like... <laughs> My shit's gonna be so basic. <laughs> I got oh, a yeah. grilled cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Their ketchup was so easy to squeeze. <laughs> yeah, I got most of that on the I first didn't, try. I didn't have to put the knife in there at all. It just, I just shook it and it squeezed the, out. The, the pickle slice fantastic. they gave me was properly floppy, <laughs> which is also a good band name. What's up, Denver? We're properly floppy. <laughs> See, it is just that rolls. where you? Got That's that where I got from? it. That, oh, <laughs> I say it all the time. Oh, the fucking oh, perfect. I, I too. Totally, I, fucking totally jacked that from you i did too but nobody what the fuck yeah we're floppy pickle (laughs) i always make sure nobody in the room knows luke so yeah i can say it without them being like oh you got that from luke (laughs) i'm like no man i I made that up well i I mean that's a good thing (laughs) i got it from all the bands i sucked that were like super stoked to tell denver what's up yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's that's, that is literally how every band says hello to wherever they are yeah and it doesn't they don't actually learn the name of the town like if you go to red rocks they'll go what's up denver oh yeah nobody Not ever morrison. says hey morrison which yeah. i get actually brand new did when we saw them I, this I last summer at red rocks they were like that all depressed we're like hey morrison is it okay if we do a show to, <laughs> to okay? but modest mouse before that was like ah. hey denver yeah <laughs> I like 
<laughs> modest mouse. Oh, they were good. Their sound guy sucked. Their sound guy was terrible, and it was it was actually really, <laughs> really kind of disappointing because I was Just really. Just picture scared. a guy walking to center stage at Red Rocks, yeah. in front of thousands of people, and grabbing the mic and going. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, there? Modest mouth. Oh, man. So, anyway, back to the <laughs> restaurant, because <laughs> we definitely got sidetracked. Um, if, you, if you're looking for a good little hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurant, um, Las Caras. Las Caras. And they do deliver, you said? They do within the immediate just, area. Yeah, and oh, I don't okay. think it's... I, it might just be tacos. I don't know, because that's what they specifically advertise. <laughs> right. They're like, we'll deliver something else, but just... Just get tacos. Just order the tacos. tacos. <laughs> Speaking of tacos, I think the next place we're going to try and um, review is Cochino Taco. Yes. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but every single time we've gone there, it's packed. Like people are parking mm. down the street from the place. Well, and like I'm specifically upset about it because it is literally three blocks from the house that I've lived in my entire life, my <laughs> mom's house. Mm. And we've never had any sort of... Um, I guess Copper Pot was kind of down there a little bit. But well, no but it's place not. That you it wasn't as get, close to your... Right. You couldn't go get, like, um, really a bite to eat or, like, a drink anywhere within the walking distance. Ugh. And this was the first time, and it's really... It's been so packed. I have never been in... Hmm. It's been over in, for, like, a year probably now. Wow. There must I think be... it's for a while, last yeah. April, I think, is when it Well, they, they blew up, man. They um, I'm really excited to go there because they opened and they were only, like, their hours were only from, like, 4 to 8. Yeah. Oh. And within two weeks, they were like, yeah, we're going to open at 11 now. Wow. We and should just park at Mom's just and walk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Camp, yeah. camp out for tacos. Yeah. yeah. So, Cochino Taco. But if you want to go <laughs> check out some good tacos right now, go to Las Caras. If um, you're in the Denver area. Yeah, exactly. If you're in, I guess we're in Loveland. We are in Loveland today. That's oh, right. yeah. Not the ski resort. <laughs> yeah. No, the town. And right. we are in Chez Bailey. Yes, I didn't know indeed. that there were House two Bailey. Lovelands until I met John. Oh, they're, man. They're both named after this. I hate guy. it so much. Where are you from? I'm from Loveland. Oh, do you oh, ski well, a lot? Yeah. Do you like, that, but no. really, that was just being from Colorado. You know, yeah. I guess. but you save you save so much gas just taking a lift to get everywhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> which we should just move to the to the ski town. Well, but <laughs> I mean, even even the people there. in Colorado, like moving when I was in first moved to Denver. You know, where are you from? Oh, Loveland. Like, oh, right. you, did you go snowboarding a lot when you were up there? Like, yeah. no, I I no. I no walked around there. Lake Loveland a lot. <laughs> I, I guess don't think I, I don't think I'd ever been here before, but I actually did work remotely for a dermatologist in oh, Loveland. Yeah, that that building that's Lake, right across from Lake Loveland that was it's Lake Loveland Dermatology. It was yeah, a restaurant. Named. It was a restaurant <laughs> for a while. Giant, and it, it was, was the, really the Lake bad. Loveland Inn yes. originally, yes. yes, and then. Failed immediately. Oh my yeah. god, business dude! I, I remember do, that. Yeah, that's going way back. In it was so yeah. bad. Yeah, I tried it once, and it was not. They had so much space. Oh my god, it was it's like two building, floors yeah. of all that these place tables. Is huge. And yeah, could you imagine it being a restaurant? Well, it was actually <laughs> like Lake Loveland Dermatology is actually only half of that building. I can't remember what the other half. Right, is. and the whole building was a restaurant. That they had a downstairs ridiculous. and an upstairs. Yeah, and then realized immediately that like you know two people coming in. Well, Loveland <laughs> isn't it. big enough for it's a place a good, like it's that. It's a good location, except that there's only one street that you can get to it from. Mm. Yeah, so and the like, parking was fucking right. Yeah, awful. so it was a uh, you know good idea, poorly executed, probably like this whole town. Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry, it was built around railroads. So 
<laughs> oh man, fucking Loveland. <laughs> anyway, um, Jesse, what do we got up next? Are you you gonna do your video game segment here? Yeah. yeah. So Ghost Recon. Like we were saying earlier, if you want to hop on that their video games and play with us, oh, yeah. um, I primarily play on PlayStation Four. Um, I know Josh does Me too. too. Um, Nate has the. Nintendo Switch. Well, Nate has everything. Will, but yeah. um, Nate has PS4, Xbox One. Um, he has a 3DS as well that I know you can network with a little bit. Yeah. And then the Switch Adding is coming out this week. So, which, by the way, whenever we get a Switch and you want to add us. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, this is fantastic because I got this little, I got this little email and it was like, go make a Nintendo account right now. You can get like dibs on first names. So I got me and Kylie an account, and literally when you go to add us, you search for Josh, and it's me. You search for Kylie, and it's Kylie. That's cool. Dude, that's way sweet. So when I, we'll get it within this, probably by the by the summer, we'll get a Switch, yeah. and then you'll be able to add us and stuff. So, so Nate will need to get all of his gaming His tags. is defunct, by the way. Um, for for Switch, it's D A F U N K. Defunk. You don't happen to know his PlayStation or Xbox text. Um, Daft Nate on PlayStation. On PlayStation Four. Yes. Kay. So the easy way to do this is to turn on your PlayStation Four. Go to the Communities tab next to your friends. Search for Twist My Arm. You'll see all of us on there. I think right now there's six or seven of us. Um, this week or this weekend in particular, like I said, we've been focusing on the Ghost Recon Wildlands open beta. It's free to download um, all weekend. It runs through Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And now this is the beta, so you can just go on and kind of do like a, you do a quick little preview of the game. Right. It's not the full game. It's yeah. not full functionality. And when does the full game come out? Uh, the full game comes out in March, I believe. I will double check on that actual date. But... The beta goes through um, Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern time. So uh, nice. what they did is they opened up two of the regions on their large open world map. And um, it, it's basically like, as far as I can tell, there are no restrictions to what you can do in the beta. So... We, pl- we spent the first two hours basically getting a feel for everything. It is a third-person game for the most part. When you aim down sights, you can choose between first-person and third-person aiming. Oh, that's nice. fantastic. So you can either have the iron sights if you're more comfortable with that, or you can keep aiming over the I shoulder. I am so tired of first-person shooters, man. And the I thing- play Battlefront on third-person because I can't fucking right. do first-person anymore. So the thing about this game that you'll notice immediately is that it's gorgeous. It just looks great. We're getting to that part of the PS4's lifespan where all the new developers and engineers know how to make everything work together really well and they can get the best out of every game that they make. <coughs> Excuse me. So You're excused. So basically it is a squad-based tactical shooter. Um, the first thing I will say is probably try and play it with friends. Um, there is, there are AI controlled squad mates that you can play with and you can issue orders and tell them, you know, patrol here and, uh, shoot this guy. When I shoot this guy, you can sync up their shots and things like that. So you can play it by yourself, but I think it's probably a lot more fun to play with people. Um, having two or three people online with you that you're syncing up your shots with is really satisfying. Um, the game has a lot of customization options in the uh, character creation menu. 
you can look a lot of different ways. I spent a lot of time making my character look like myself because that was, you know, why not? It was really fun. Because you know what I love? Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so you can customize your guns, the look of them, the attachments, the um, kind of rounds you're putting in your gun, the underbarrel attachments, like literally anything you can think of, you can customize. And then you and your squad mates just get free run of this giant map um the game takes place in a politically destabilized bolivia so the map is you know it's got that south american like desert-esque like um metal gear solid uh kind of uh, almost afghanistan almost like a just cause type map okay like a brazil you know or uh yeah yeah the the rio de janeiro maps from the old call of duties like lots of vegetation lots of rocks it's beautiful (laughs) lots of rocks and Um, plants but like rock formations (laughs) um so i'll have um a video review up of just the beta uh probably tomorrow well, Sunday, probably the same day that the podcast is available. Um, but we'll be playing tonight and we'll be playing tomorrow if you want to hop on and join. Um, as I said, it's free. I think it's 20, uh, 26 gig download. So make sure you have space. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just a lot of fun. I mean, there's a the controls are a little different to get used to if you don't play a lot of third-person shooters. I don't. So it took me a second to get the hang of it. But once you're there... The gunplay is really satisfying. Um, it's it feels just realistic enough, but it's not frustrating. Like I can still snipe. I don't have to pay attention to am I holding my breath and accounting for bullet drop oh, and God. wind speed. You know, like That's I can nice. just aim and shoot, which I appreciate. Right. Um, it's really really fun. Um, I'm I'm very excited to look at. It. I have it downloaded. It's all ready to go. And I watched that little opening beta video that, yeah. that nerdy guy had at the beginning. Yeah. Thanks for playing Ghost Recon. Looks, we're so excited. We're like, pretty. We're pretty sure he's Canadian and really high. Okay, because <laughs> he looked really high. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's coming out for PlayStation Four, Windows PC, and Xbox One on March seventh. Um, set in a fictionalized version of Bolivia, taken over by a drug cartel. Wildlands marks the first mainline Ghost Recon game in five years. And Ubisoft, Ubisoft says the game contains the largest action adventure open world the company has ever created. So, I that's believe huge. that it is. That's it's huge. a huge game. Um, and Ubisoft has made some pretty good fucking games. I can't remember any off the top of my head, well, but I know that I've seen that Ubisoft emblem. The Assassin's Creed times. games. They oh, there you go. Yep. Those. Um, and those are huge. Yeah, like the the, the, the world on those are. Not not just are not just they make a lot of money, but yeah. they're just big games. You know? So and that's that's kind of my only complaint so far is that you do have to have a Ubisoft account to play online. That is what stopped me. I think yeah. when I got in there, it was like, "You want to create this account?" And I was like, "Nope." It's really easy. <laughs> it's free. It's. I mean, I know it's a hassle to add another account. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a thousand accounts and everything now. I only um, did an EA one for fucking for Star, Star Wars. Wars yeah. God damn it! I was so <laughs> mad. They were like, "You need to make this account," and I was like. All right, fine. Yep. <laughs> so, and that was the only reason I made a Ubisoft account. Yeah. Because I wanted to play Ghost Recon. Yeah. So, um, definitely pick it up. Definitely play it with people. If you need somebody, I can be that person for the, <laughs> until the beta is over. Add me on PlayStation 4, JB42088. Which, by the time this episode is actually online and you're listening to this... You'll have about a day left. The beta, <laughs> probably a couple hours. <laughs> well, the beta goes through Monday. Like all day Monday? Through Monday morning at 6 a.m. 
Okay, so... So you have a day. So hopefully I can get this <laughs> uploaded by Sunday night. <laughs> well, I've also been on Twitter, and I will post on Twitter when we go live tonight, so... Word. Perfect. There you go. So... Car alarm. Is that my car? Oh, God, that'd be so bad. It kind of sounds like it's, my car. It's probably my neighbor's car. Oh, jeez. Oh, Just hit the mic. Nope, I don't think it's yours. It's probably my neighbor's car. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I just... Ready? Yep. <laughs> okay, okay. I believe you. We're just joining in on the honking. Now I'm just yeah. pressing our horn button. <laughs> <laughs> Join it on this song. <laughs> See if we can set some dogs off here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there okay, we go. It's okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Sorry. editing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um... So awesome. So Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, I'll get on there tomorrow with you for sure Sunday at some point in time just so I can check it out because I've been looking for a new game since Final Fantasy 15 since I just I was so gung-ho. I remember talking about it like I was like oh, I just found out how to do all this extra shit that I didn't know how to do and then I beat the game and so I'm totally gonna go back and play it again and then I played it for 10 minutes and was like I'm done. Oh I remember that. <laughs> he, played th- he played through incorrectly the first time. Oh my god. And then I was going to go play through it again, and I just could not bring myself to do it. Not yet. I will eventually. Yeah, but, um, we'll pick it up at some point. I am in the middle of reading the Star Wars Aftermath series. Oh, yeah? Are, which, you, are you liking that? Which definitely leads us into our next segment. Um, yes, I'm loving it. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's uh, three books in the series. There's Star Wars Aftermath, and then Aftermath Life Debt, and then Aftermath um, Empire's End. I just got Empire's End in the mail. Via Christmas present from Kylie's mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. (laughs) And the second I got it, I started reading it. And it is great. Um, I'm super stoked that I've kept this, like, kept kept going with it. Because I remember when it came out, I was really excited to read it. And then I couldn't buy the first book because I didn't have money. And then I heard a bunch of bad reviews. And I was like, I'm still going to read it because I'm still going to, god damn it, I'm just going to do it. And so I'm, I did, and here I am at the third book, and it's it's bringing in bringing out a lot of stuff that um, I'm really excited about. So spoilery nature stuff. I haven't gotten to too many spoilers yet. There is one. Do you guys want to know what happened to Jar Jar? Yes. Is it horrible? They given, well, they give, <laughs> so they've finally given an explanation as to where he went after we yeah. saw him last because. Everybody on the internet has been speculating for years now. <laughs> where where was he seen last? I don't even remember where. He was seen was. in episode three. Episode three. Yeah. He was in episode three. Um, just briefly though. Episode two, he he was like, I he was like, I vote that we give Palpatine blah 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 power of right. blah blah. He became and a senator for his role in the w- first movie, or like an ambassador. Or he something. was an ambassador, and then he filled in for the role of senator of Naboo when um. Amy Dalla and Anakin went into hiding <laughs> and boned. And so, we yeah. Need a, and we so need a he substitute Senator. Where's that froggy guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. God, I don't know who thought of that. Palpatine. Yeah. Cause Palpatine was the Senator for Naboo before. Well, and he, he should be able to influence weak minded individuals. Oh, right? and he definitely does. Um, so anyway, Jar Jar, basically everyone hates him and everyone has always, I, I, I kind of liked him when he first came out, but I was nine. So. Yeah. So, Whatever. Um, Grain of salt. In uh, in Empire's End, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um, very first part. It's like the within the first I don't know hundred pages. Um, it takes you to a scene on Naboo, 
and it's um it's about a little orphan boy who's like he's like i might get adopted today yay it is like you know it's kind of going through his little life on naboo getting being an orphan right and he's like and then there's that clown again like just sitting there making all the kids laugh but being ignored by all the adults and like come to find out that clown is jar jar <laughs> so jar jar has been exiled from not only the gungan um the underwater culture yeah the gungan Ooh. community but he also got exiled from the entire galaxy because nobody will talk to him and the only people that'll pay attention to him are kids when he's acting for them and like being silly so basically you find out that jar jar because he was oh, essentially man. the one who... He was the one that brought Palpatine to power right. and gave him those executive powers. Is so. that not sad, though? Because he's it's just super like, sad. He's, a, he's just vapid. He's it's dumb. It's just a like, fucking... Yeah. He didn't know any better. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Oh like. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. He got the shit end of the but stick, I think, for sure. I think it's a an attempt by Disney <laughs> to officially end the Darth Jar Jar oh, fan yeah. theory. Definitely. Because it's... I mean, it's not really part of the... The, the book it's an interlude there's a right. ton of interludes in this and there's all sorts of but like, it's official literature and now it's yep now it's official canon and we all know that he isn't a sith he's a he's just <laughs> that a was goddamn a that shit. was a theory bozo oh yeah bozo binks oh my god there are people who have been theorizing since fucking episode three came out saying <laughs> jar jar binks since is episode one a sith. i think no they the initial reaction with jar jar was like that after episode one came out Everyone just hated him. They were like, "Why is right, he in this fucking movie?" Right, but I think that's when the theory movie? started. Was after the first movie came out. <laughs> that would that would make sense to give him like some validation. Right. They were like, "No, like, no, there's no way. There's just this stupid ass character in it. Like, this is what's going on. He's a double agent and he's a Sith. Like, just you wait. You know. Oh, I think God. it's. I'm. I'm almost 100 percent sure it started as a joke. Oh, but it, it was had just have, plausible dude. enough that people were like, "You're right. This is what I subscribe to." <laughs> You should put that on YouTube. It's 2007. YouTube's going to get huge. <laughs> Fucking put that theory on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, that's the uh, that's this little bit of spoiler I have for that, for Empire's End. I will fill in more as as I read this book. Um, I know there's supposed to be a lot. I've been reading. I haven't been reading, but I've seen these articles on Facebook where it's like, you know, oh, what are the top spoilers of Empire's End? And what are this and that and this and that? And so... I'd really also excited to like to point out to that. that it's been another two weeks since we last talked about it, and there still has not been a teaser trailer for The Last Jedi. There has not been one, but our good friend Mike Zero has... Oh, man, have you ever heard of Mike Zero, Luke? No, no I don't no. know Mike Zero. So this Mike Zero guy, he has his own um, YouTube channel, and he's a huge Star Wars, like... Uh, what would you call Connoisseur. him? No, uh, Rumor Mill. Okay. I would call him. Yeah. He's he's all about the rumors. Like he has quote unquote contacts and he has all these sources that give him all these different clues as to what's happening. So um he posted a video. God, let me find my article here. Um that was a description of the episode eight trailer. Do you guys want to hear the breakdown of the trailer? I'm down. Potential so, spoiler this, alert. Yeah, very very take it with a grain of salt. Mike Zero is Hit or miss, 50-50. Sometimes he's on the nose and correct about what he's saying, and sometimes he's a fucking moron and has no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. But um, this particular rumor that he has coming out says that the last Jedi teaser is said to debut at Star Wars Celebration in April, um, and they're going to have a public trailer 
and a private trailer. So the public trailer is just going to be kind of like, you know, the generic, here's what this movie's kind of about or what you think it's going to be about. Here's some scenes, some shots. Um, and then the private trailer that only celebration attendees are going to be able to see is going to have more money shots of Luke. I think it's really funny that they say money shots of yeah. Luke. <laughs> because apparently Luke is like the money shot of, <laughs> right. of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing your Luke. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> so um, <laughs> anyway, the public trailer. Yeah, after the private trailer is debuted at Celebration, they're going to basically burn it and no one's ever going to see it again. So lucky for those people going to celebration, if this is true. Um, but the way that it's supposed to go is like the the I think the regular trailer is what they're talking about here. Um, the Last Jedi teaser is said to start the exact same way the original Force Awakens trailer did. Force Awakens trailer. Wow, I'm having a hard time talking. This teasing pulled thing is is <laughs> making it hard. Um, but anyway, it starts basically as The Force Awakens did with Finn breathing heavily before he pops up on screen. Only this time he's not on Jakku. He's in a medical bay waking up from a coma-induced nightmare after having been badly injured by Kylo Ren in their lightsaber duel um, at the end of Force Awakens. So this the slam cuts to Poe Dameron coming through a sliding door on a spaceship and he offers the ominous warning, they're almost here. So the next scenes fall in line with the rumor we heard last week. This is, by the way, this is coming from movieweb.com, who got it from 4chan, who got it from Mike Zero. So, Biggest grain of salt you can find. Just put that in your <laughs> yes. mouth, wash it down with yeah. some water. This is, probably, salt water. This is yeah. probably all just not real at all. Um, it's just next, for fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Next scenes fall in line with the rumor we heard last week, according to MovieWeb. Um, they show Poe, Finn, and Kelly Marie Tran... Um, her character is not named yet, but she, they're infiltrating what is believed to be a super star destroyer dressed as first order officers. And the earlier rumors claim that this part of the movie only features Finn and Tran as they set out to plant bombs on the massive spaceship, which would be cool. Cause that would kind of show, I bet, I bet it would be either Kylo Ren super star destroyer or Snoke's super star destroyer. Because according to aftermath, those star destroyers are still out. Like the empire still has its claws into things right um this is where i think this trailer is going to be wrong this this part right here because of what we're going to talk about after this but carrie fisher's general leia comes in early and hints at a shadow that's growing um this reportedly cuts the supreme leader snoke stepping out of his own shadow matching up with some previous rumors saying that um snoke is at least eight feet tall squashing the notion that he is actually small and diminutive like yoda he is said to be a practical effect, not CG, with an actor in costume. So that'd be pretty that cool. That cool. Um, Andy Serkis on stilts, I guess? Probably. No, nah. nah, they'll, they'll just do like a, they'll do like The Hobbit did, or like Lord of the Rings and just shrink and well, grow the size. But they said think. it's a practical effect, so that that should mean makeup or suit. Or, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, or a, a, some combination of all those. Right. Most likely. So the leak goes on claim Mike Mike Zero goes on to say that Luke Skywalker is largely absent from the first look sneak peek um, but we do hear his voice near the end of the trailer uh, and he says everything will die with us so that's about that's about it right there for for yeah so he he's basically saying he it. saw like a very short very, yeah it'd be like a minute and a half trailer. teaser trailer like the one they did for Force Awakens when Poe 
comes up from the sand and, and you hear Snoke. With that alarm? Know. Or was that Rogue One? That was Rogue One. That was cool. Now, the the one with the Force Awakens, the first one was you heard Snoke and he's like, there's been an awakening. And Finn Have pops you felt up. It? Yeah, and Finn pops up. Yeah. All fucking Spaceballs-esque in the desert. Combing the desert. We ain't found shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's that's basically the gist of what the trailer is rumored to be. Luke, what do you think about that, Luke? Well, I'm about to say something that's really going to disappoint you guys. I haven't even seen Rogue One. Moving so on. I'm, I'm Jesse, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. <laughs> you saw Force Awakens, though, right? I saw Force Awakens. What did you think of that? Did you like I it? I liked it a lot. Um, I was with uh, That's why I haven't seen Rogue One yet. I was with my family when I watched that, so I kind of want to ah. make it a family thing. Gotcha. But I, I liked it a lot, but... Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of like what you said, Josh. Like those those big superstar destroyers still being out there. There's plenty of untapped empire power we can still find out about. So, hopefully, I don't know. I haven't finished this aftermath series yet, and this last book is called Empire's End. So oh, you really so never kinda, know what's going to happen at the end. And like, like we had talked about, I think I mean, this was a long couple episodes ago, but it, at the end of the Force Awakens, they they destroyed the Star Killer base, right? Mm-hmm. Which is essentially just a planet with a gun in it. Yeah. But there was tons and tons of First Order troops on that planet when it went. Uh, most of them got off. Did they? As far as I know, they, they had all retreated. Um, a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them died, obviously. But there was like, there was a scene where he's like, uh, oh God, the one of the commanders was like, Didn't you, don't you see General Hux is gone? We gotta leave. Get oh, the okay. fuck out of here. <laughs> and they all well, started so, running yeah, to their I was gonna say, and shit big chunk of their force has been decimated as far as we know. Right. Well, and it, it, the planet had so much time because Hux yeah. goes and calls Snoke while the planet's blowing up. He's like, hey, uh, so the planet's starting to implode. What do yeah. you think I should it's do? cool if I roll out. Yeah. <laughs> Am I good <laughs> to do it? Yeah. <laughs> like, Snoke's cool. like, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, God yeah, damn. Yeah. I guess, yeah. <coughs> it just, I don't know. I guess the thing that I feel about this guy's leak in particular is that it's so... I, he's giving like it's so vague. Not it's not even that it's vague. It's like he's giving basic Hollywood trailer shots, right? And Money just shots. putting you know the Star Wars characters in there. So like it sounds plausible because that sounds like a trailer I've seen, right? Um, but I don't know. I just I feel like it would be really weird that Disney was able to keep all this stuff under wraps this long. But then oh, some 4chan user was like, oh, but I've got the inside story on it. Uh, it to me, it just seems unlikely. Fishy. It seems yeah. unlikely. I'm not going to say it's impossible. Yeah. Clearly it's not. I think it just, I mean, you never know what could happen. If they're like, you know, if they're watching a trailer and some little peon brings in a coffee for the director and like gets to see it, he could email, you know, Mike Zero just as easily as like the fucking producer. It's could true. Email and that's, the, I mean? that's my point is that it's just plausible enough to where right. I can't say it's not real. Right. Like <laughs> it just gets me more hyped for the actual trailer to come out. And that's the thing is they need to they need to either straight up deny this rumor or put the trailer on. Like, well, you know what I think is the trailer was already made and cut and ready to go before Carrie Fisher died. And they're doing reshoots. And now, no, now they're doing they're now, doing some reshoots. I, I really thought that I read that she was done filming eight and that they needed to work on nine. I well, 
they're going for the reshoots next month. This is the next story we're talking about anyway. Right. And part of the... Oh, what, uh, this comes from uh, wegotthiscovered.com. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you ordered this from wegotussomemedicalwaste.com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, they're saying that the reshoots are to kind of, uh, let me, I'm, I'm reading it right now. Um, so the researchers are supposed to be because of Carrie Fisher's passing. That um, sucks. And yeah, and it's, and they're saying that it's highly likely that they're going to do some resh- reshoots to kind of diminish her character, to diminish Princess Leia. Maybe say that she died or something. Yeah, that would make sense. Make a ship blow up that she's on, you know, to kind of end it. Oh my God, you're going to be a mess. I'm going to be a mess. (laughs) I was a mess when Han died. Oh, dude, that sucks. I was screaming at the theater. At the fucking screen, like... I was so into it. That whole whole scene, like when they're standing on the bridge, and he's like, can you help me? I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Can you help me? And Han is like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And then he just fucking stabs him like as soon as it goes dark as soon as the sun goes out and the and the light goes all dark and it gets that shade of red yeah i was like fuck man this is over now great here we go and then han solo gets shanked and i'm i jumped up like i jumped up and i was like no and then like cover my mouth because i didn't want to like scream anything else you know and like my roommate was punching me because I <laughs> called it at the beginning of the movie. I was like, Han Solo's going to die. And he's like, fuck you. Then he punches me. And then Chewie shoots him. And I stood up. I literally stood up and screamed as loud as I could. That's right, bitch. <laughs> and like, because I, I got so involved in this movie oh. that like, I was just so stoked to see Kylo get shot by Chewie. And then I looked around and was like, oh, yeah, this this, this thing is packed. I should sit down and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so. sit down. I don't think that I don't think this is going to have that sort of impact on me because I know that it's coming yeah. with Carrie Fisher cuz they they got to wrap that up anyway. In the movie somehow. Yeah, yeah. dude. Well, but it it's sucks. like it's more it it impacts you more because she actually did die. I know, it's so true. You know? You're but totally going to be a mess. I am, but I <laughs> yeah. but I think it it's different because I know she did die. She died in real life and so I know that she's not most likely not going to be in episode nine. So that means that they most likely have to wrap up her story in episode eight. So that's kind of, I mean, it's already a dead giveaway with, with me guessing that Han was going to die in episode seven. That was a total guess. Oh yeah. Now you got the entire actress being dead. Right. Right. Even more. That was going into, you know, and I have all my, I do so much stupid research on this. If I didn't, if I did enough research on like, forensics or like some sort of college degree thing as I do with Star Wars, I would probably be a millionaire right now. Oh, dude, you'd, you, be, you'd be at Harvard. You'd be a professor You should Harvard. have a PhD in Star Wars. I should. I do. It's hanging up <laughs> in our house. Um, so anyway, I think these reshoot, reshoots are going to have something to do with Carrie Fisher dying. Um, they're going to probably get rid of her character and um, call it good, which sucks, but also, you know, it's bound to happen. So, hopefully, the trailer comes out before any. I hope. I mean, I'm. I'm really hoping they already have a trailer made and that it's just ready to go. They're just being assholes and they're like, "We're gonna sit on this until you can't take it anymore." They're being assholes. I know. <laughs> but eventually, they'll get there. So, um, with that, I think was that was that it for the Star Wars news? Um, oh, yeah. Here it is. Last rumor that I have. 
Luke, did you know that Benicio Del Toro is going to be in episode eight? I heard about that. Did you hear about who he's going to be playing? No. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sense out of that. So the rumor, rumor has it, rumor. I need to get that Adele song on here for my, that rumor has it song, you know? Okay. I'll have that as like a little sound clip. So then every time I have a rumor, I can just play that. Do it, dude. <laughs> I got to get something cooler than that. Anyway, rumor has it that Benicio Del Toro is going to be playing the son of Boba Fett in episode eight. No way. What do you think of that, Luke? I know Boba Fett was kind of one of your... Whoa. Shut up, Mark. <laughs> Mark, please. Um, well, and again, I have to admit, I I am so ingrained with the, the original films that came out in the 70s and, and hold that on a high pedestal that I don't remember much about the Clone Wars or, or Attack of the Clones. Good for you. And, and whatever else the third one was. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. AKA you don't get to see Darth Vader's sweet suit at the end of this movie is what they should have called it. But, um, I think it would be cool. And I know that in the grand scheme of things, he's just, he's almost, he's as, as iconic as Darth Vader. So to have that continue with him and have his story continue and branch out a little more. Oh yeah, dude, I'd be all about it. About Boba Fett. All about it. I would hope that if they, um, if it is, the son of Boba Fett, that the, then they'll announce the next um, standalone movie to be about Boba Fett Dude. and how he had a kid. Yes. Like, who the fuck would, you know, who boned get it Boba? With Boba? Like, what? I mean, it had to have been done at gunpoint, blaster was, point. Yeah, it was probably one of those lizard people. One of the. There was probably a money shot. <laughs> probably. Um, so I think that's it for our uh, Star Wars segment. Only about 17 Bothans died bringing us this information today. So that's that's a good ratio. That's better um, than last time. Yeah, you know, moving on, I, I've been hiring a lot of Bothans to bring me some Star Wars rumors. So, you know, they, they always, one of them has to die, at least at least one, if not 17, like this week. So well, dude, only 17 this week. That's just part of the force, man. It's just yeah. the energy field all around us. Exactly. So don't, don't get too upset. I won't. It's cool. I didn't, I didn't know any of those ones personally. None of those Bothans. Not this time. Yeah, Jerry. I didn't know Jerry. Jerry the Bothan. Jerry the G? Jesus Christ. We're going to take a break. Um, this song that I'm going to play here is going to be uh, by a band called Spear Ritual. What's it called again, Luke? Tell Durban, us a little bit about the song. Durban Poison. It's an old, old song. There are riffs that go back 10 years, and it sounds a little bit more death metal-y than the rest of our stuff, which is a little bit slower. So we we were going one day, we were playing this song, and we had just smoked weed, and we're going, guys, we need a name for this song. We can't just keep calling it the death metal song. What are we going to name it? So I asked, I go, and uh, an amazing guitarist named Landon Peck was in the band at the time. I'm like, Landon, what's the weed that you just got us high with, man? What, what's the strain? Durban Poison. And that's the name. Awesome. Hope you guys dig it. Sweet. So spiritual Durban Poison will be right back.
Speaking of shows that are coming back. Yes. Mystery Science Theater 3000. We have not even come back to the show yet. Oh, I thought you were recording. Welcome back to the Twist My Arm podcast, where I have been recording for the last 10 minutes. But <laughs> I did not do the introduction yet. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome back. Talking about stuff. <laughs> um, we just finished up our Star Wars rumors. Only 17 Bothans this time. Um, we also talked about Ghost Recon. We also talked about our weekly restaurant that we talk about. Well, that we're trying to talk about. <laughs> God, we're so bad at that. Yeah. Last week we went to McDonald's. <laughs> um, <laughs> tried that new sandwich. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the McRib. It's been around for a while. It it's not here. new. It was new to me because it's been months. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never tried that. That's, That's right. probably yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, no. I feel it's like really I pay, probably pay for it it's later. Really it's really bad. Oh, God. Um, so anyway, now we're going to move on to... God, it's 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 been a long time since we've talked about this show. And Luke, I, what a perfect episode for you to be right. on here. Because I used to watch this with you all the time. Oh, yeah. That and Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah, oh yeah. We watched Celebrity Jeopardy and Mystery Science Theater 3000. And and now, I mean, there's no point in even having Celebrity Jeopardy now because all the celebrities are just literally that retarded. Yeah. So it kind of ruined the whole skit. <laughs> just put him on normal Jeopardy with real Alex Trebek and he'd just get as annoyed as Will Ferrell oh, did on yeah. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to do it. Just That's what real Jeopardy is now. Easy. Have the Cash Me On Side, bitch. Oh, <laughs> dude. She could be the Vanna White of the show. Oh of Jeopardy? My God. She could be the on, Vanna White of Jeopardy. She could be on no TV show ever the again. Vanna White and I'd be of right. Oh wait, no, that's right. That's that's. The oh wait, you're right. I do hate her. <laughs> oh man, her and Donald Trump would be good. It just it makes yeah, me want to. I mean, the problem with Cash Me Outside is that it's fun to say to people. Like, oh, totally, it is. But it's like I don't want to enable her. <laughs> right, yeah. you're you're being responsible, dude. Right. You're doing the right thing. Kylie's friend had a good uh, had a good memes. meme that he made. We'll have to put it on the podcast yeah. website or the Facebook. But it's uh, Cash Me on Pornhub in about four years. How about, How about that? that? <laughs> Twenty two thousand awesome. shares. Oh, fantastic! So, Mystery Science Theater three fucking thousand. Yeah, they they started a Kickstarter apparently um, to self fund a new season of mystery science theater 3000. If you don't know what mystery science theater 3000 is, turn it off right now. A, yeah, we can't be friends and B (laughs) educate yourself. Go look it up, find it however you can watch it. It's, 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 Oh my God. So basically the premise of the show is this guy gets launched into space by his evil boss. And as a means of torture, the boss sends him, all of the worst movies ever made and forces him to watch them. Now to main hi- maintain his sanity, he uses some of the parts from the ship to build robot friends. And then he and his robot friends sit down and watch these movies and make fun of them the entire way through. And this isn't necessarily a concept this show invented because, you know, making fun of something that sucks while you watch it has been around since, Greek theater in 3000 BC. <laughs> right. One of the reasons the show even came about was the creator Joel was a prop comic at the time in Minneapolis. And he was actually getting his name out there in New York and LA and he was on David Letterman and Saturday Night Live even a few times. And this like UHF like Wayne's World TV station was just trying to get a regular comedy show on somehow and Joel heard about this and goes, "I would want to do a show with you guys." And so they go, "Cool." 
And they, you know, over <laughs> one lunch break, they basically came up with that premise that Jesse just talked about. But it was more about featuring Joel's prop comedy. He had a lab, or not a lab, he had like a little warehouse, a little workshop where he made all of his props and he just put a sign out front that said Mystery Science Labs. That was the nickname of his little hideout. Fucking dropping some knowledge nuggets over I'm, here. Dude, <laughs> I'm all about nuggets, man. Carry a bag around at all times. <laughs> but he, uh, Joel Hodgson and, and the this station was called KTMA. That uh, production director was named Jim Malone. They had lunch, came up with this idea of the spaceship and the robots and, and the inventions and little space gadgets just to kind of show the prop comedy aspect. This TV station showed these movies already just by themselves. They're sitting on dozens, if not hundreds, of film reels of Revenge of the Zombie or Super whatever. Super old, like almost uh, public domain level movies. Exactly. Like, so it's just bad. free content for them. So they get the idea, oh, why don't we just throw in a movie and you make fun of it? Now, when they were on the local station, they would write it shoot it air it in one day usually a saturday so that when they watch these movies it's the first time that they're ever watching it and they're ad-libbing the entire thing so they weren't that good at it but this is minneapolis and and there's so many minnesota isms and midwest isms (laughs) that just seep through every line and every scene so in the first couple episodes they did they said hey let's put our phone number on the screen and see if people will leave us a voicemail and tell us what they think. And their their answering machine was full the next day. A few days later, they're like, okay, let's let's try a fan club. Let's post our address and have fans oh write us letters. God. Now, the station manager was thinking of sh- canceling the show. And they they go, oh, here, we have like a cardboard box full of hundreds of letters for fans. <laughs> Dump it on his desk and the show is saved. So Jesus. They, they did. They so were, this show was already crowdfunded to begin with. Ex- in a way, Basically, like the so will of the people. Yeah. The, and, and, and again, they got so much better at the movie riffing. Oh Once God. they got syndicated and went on comedy, they, they were one of the first Comedy Central shows ever yep. on cable. And, right. and what's funny is again the writers of that show were a little bit past the MTV age. Hmm. So already the stuff they were kind of writing about was sort of over the heads of most Comedy Central viewers. Right. It was pretty highbrow th- theater humor, literary humor, but right. once they got good at at scripting the jokes and and getting all these little you know theatrics down while they watched the movie, it just it took off. So good. And I would kind of argue Comedy Central may not have made it to the South Park era which is probably the second lowest budget show it's ever had oh, after this one without MST. Yeah. So kind of right as MST went out the door in probably 97 on Comedy Central, South Park came in, boom. That's a really good point. It, it kept that network alive until South Park gave it an identity. Exa- oh, exactly. Yeah. And there was other stuff too. There was still The Daily Show. And Cranky Anchors well, I think and was they on were, that time, wasn't it? They were also still showing stand-up comics. Yep. Well, it was Comedy Central. They yeah. always they, it was comedy. It was stand up comics for like the majority of yeah. that station. Well, and I remember it was Patrice, like MTV yeah. was music television right. at one point. Anybody remember music on? TV? Oh, dude, yeah. I remember Mystery Science <laughs> <You> Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Science Theater used to be on Sci Fi Channel as well. Yeah, did right. They, and I remember that's when I watched it the most. I, I remember think. before I ever saw the show, I would flip to the Sci Fi Channel and it would say Mystery Science Theater. And it would just be that image. It's it's that if you've ever seen it online, but you don't know what it is, it's the image of three guys silhouetted against the movie screen. And they're pointing at the movie screen, right? <laughs> yeah. So into the weenie mobile, right. <laughs> weenie man away. So so I never got that they were making fun of it. 
like I would flip to the sci-fi channel and see this shitty movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then look at the block on the on the TV guide, right? And it was like, this show is on for 3 hours? <laughs> Why? Like and I just Who didn't get it. This? I didn't understand. It's like, oh, it's because they're watching an entire movie and there's a show built around it. They have their own segments, they have breaks, you know, yep. like and it's I mean, it's probably one of the um pieces of entertainment that has made me laugh out loud. <laughs> repeatedly the most like i have had to stop watching like pause it so that i don't miss what's coming because i was laughing so hard (laughs) like it's like you know how you have that friend that always makes fun of movies but he's not really funny it's just like yes you're pointing out true things we get it (laughs) like it's a movie relax it's not like that it's like they're fully in character you know they're it's every aspect. It's the the credits. How do they look? How's the film shot? They talk about. Oh my god! The, the <laughs> producer for this movie must have been this way, and yeah, you know, the writers like like, must have been on these kind of drugs. Yeah, <laughs> what, what casting director decided to have this guy? You know, it, it's very yeah. in depth, but it's just so lighthearted and chummy. <laughs> and it's like, just it's on the nose too. Like yeah. everything they talk about, you're like, oh my god, it's so true. How did that? And you feel like you're part of the group. I mean, that's really that's what any show of any kind on any medium aims to do is make you feel included. If right. you want, you can hit us up on Twitter at twist my arm cast. Or yeah. at Jesse Daly. Um, so it, it gives you that sense of familiarity. Like you're hanging out on the couch with your friends and you yeah. know, and these are your witty friends and you're the witty person taking part in this. And it's just, it's, some of the most fun you can have sitting in front of a TV screen right. without playing a game. Kylie, have you ever seen this show? I have. have. You ever seen this? Yeah, yeah, I'm not quite as familiar as you guys seem to be. <laughs> but yes, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm, are are you stoked at least for it to come back? Oh, well, absolutely. As someone yeah, that hasn't really watched it as much, like you know the general premise and stuff. Like yeah, you, definitely. Yeah. It de- and yeah, April so, 14th is when yeah, it's coming back. Pretty April 14th so. to Netflix, and it's a new season. It is a new, I believe, 12-episode season. Well, here's here's the only thing we I, I would want to speculate a little bit about is when when the show was on Comedy Central, they knew they were going to end it, so they kind of wrote somewhat of a last episode. Right. And the ship that they're on, it's called it's a dog bone shaped spaceship <laughs> yeah. called the Satellite of Love. S O L. And everything everything was just handmade. There was is the most primitive special effects. Super ever. campy. And and oh, it's yeah. just we're yeah. all better for it. Very nineteen. If you like practical sci-fi. effects, you would like MS. Yeah. So so the show has been ended in a way. So the Sci-Fi Channel resurrected it already in the in, in the late nineties, ninety seven, I think. So mm-hmm. they had to kind of relaunch the show. Didn't they have a new villain in on Sci-Fi? It was yeah, from the scientist to like the chick. Yeah, it was the the mother of the old mad That's scientist. Right, right. Yep. So some there was some change of cast and change of in characters and all that. But the Sci-Fi Channel only kept the show in other years. And truth be told, the purchasing of rights to the films became expensive for the networks. Oh. So that's a huge reason for the budget of the show and for the for, for it not staying around as long as we all wanted it to. So they so the Sci-Fi Channel had to kind of crash the ship, you know, tie it all together. How quote unquote it, story. So what I yeah. what I'm interested to see is how do, how does this ship how do get, they reboot? Bit, get put back up? But what I'm hoping isn't lost kind of in translation to the new season is is the Minnesotaisms there don't you know <laughs> the pyramid the pure midwestern soul of it exactly because <laughs> i i am i am of midwestern 
descent. <laughs> so I get all these. I get references to you Menards. Right. And and so if they save it, big money at Menards. Exactly. No one no I, one to call I don't get that reference right now. Hive. Yeah, no. Hive, nice. Or like <laughs> nice. Casey's gas station. Oh dude? my god, Casey's. Bruh. So See, many pizzas I ate from oh, Casey's. Dude. All the songs that I remember from Mystery Science Theater were for the fake products. Like oh, yeah. like when they did that movie Touch of Satan and they said it would be a dishwashing liquid. <laughs> When there's just a touch of Satan in your heart. I mean, you nailed it. classic, right? Touch of Satan gets your dishes clean while leaving your hands baby soft. Oh it, it, I mean, you have to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's comedy gold. You have to watch it. If you if you watch it and you don't uh, like it, do not ever talk to me again. <laughs> ever. We'll find you. Oh my God. it's it's You will love it, I promise. You can hold me to that. I totally agree. I always I remember when we were younger, always being like, "Dude, we should totally do like Mystery Science Theater 3000." Yeah, because anybody like could do Ugh. it. Dude, we did one. Yeah, we did. We did. What was that movie called? It was called Killers from Space with Peter Killers Graves in in our video production class. That's right. I remember hearing about this. Who was that? It was that Matt around. Schultz, who we are. It will be famous. Yeah. I promise everyone listening. Matt Schultz will be a name you know. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not already. Honestly, he dude. He was at he was at Sundance Film Festival. He's um, he's an amazing filmmaker. Dude, he was when he was in school. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So we we did one. We actually watched a 50s sci-fi movie and we put the whole track together and we cut it as a project. It was great. Like, I I don't know if we actually finished it, but it was really fun. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, I think we did. I, I don't, Matt, I might have to hit him up and find them. See if, yeah, see if he has it because I have my DVDs from video production of the other stuff that we did. But not that. But not that. Darn it. The yeah, only Matt that. Schultz I could find on the internet was the lead singer of Cage the Elephant. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's him. We went, shut the we went to high school with him. <laughs> no, no this, this Matt Schultz will be a huge, huge name. Yeah. No, it's it's not the same guy. But um, That's sweet, though. To your point, though, Luke, about the original soul of the show <laughs> remaining intact, almost all of the original people are involved. Joel, Hods- Joel Hodgson, in particular, seems to be heading the whole thing okay so he is i would think even if there was resistance amongst the cast he would be like well then i'll find somebody else or do it myself right so not that i think he's probably a douche but he knows what he's making and oh dude it's yeah. their product it's his baby and it's never been that's another thing i really like is they never had like um oh this week we're watching this movie new release and we're gonna also promote it and show the trailer for it you know like there was no corporatism to it it was just dude's watching movies there's there's nothing actually meant to be taken seriously in the slightest bit right even even their their um, I, I think that's what kind of what we need right now as far as like tv yeah. goes we don't need any more serious bullshit let's just we don't need some, any more five season dramas with huge overarching yeah, yeah. plots <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i love those shows i have the shows that i watch that are great but i'm stoked for just some some Easy viewing bullshit comedy, yeah, yeah. That I can like, whose line and... is it anyway? Yeah, what that, awesome you know show, what? Dude. That's when the world went to shit when okay. they took that show <laughs> off air. Question: That's it. Have you guys seen the episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway with Robin Williams? Yes, I have. Maybe that is one of the most hilarious things. Yeah, like, no, it's yeah. They, you should is really Wayne Brady on it still? Is it the one with Wayne Brady or is it the older one? I think Wayne was on that episode. Okay, um, this is back when Robin Williams had his hair bleached. Oh like, my god! Yeah, and wow. I'm pretty sure when uh, oh he was What's in fucking name? one hour photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, saw that. Such a that weird movie, movie is, is kind of bummed. Yeah, like it, it made me really hate humans. Like, 
he seems so nice, but he's such a creeper. Don't don't watch one hour photo. I guess is what we're saying. If you if Anyways. you like Robin Williams and you want to hold any shred of dignity, then yeah. Yeah, just don't watch that movie. It's weird, weird yeah. vibe. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Mystery yeah. Science Theater three thousand. Basically, they started a Kickstarter. They were asking for I think two million minimum. They ended up with five and a half million. So it'll be a brand new twelve episode season. Definitely watch it. You will not be disappointed. Yep. Netflix April fourteenth. And we'll here's, definitely do a review for sure. Maybe we'll bring you back, Luke. Oh, I, I would be glad. And here's here's one thing I also wanted to say is, you know, kind of we, we were talking about Arrested Development. That got brought back. That had that season mm-hmm. that they the added on season. Netflix. And a few shows have been coming back, like um, X-Files. Full House. So that's what I'm wondering. Who in the hell asked for Full House to come back? People <laughs> asking for Mystery Science Theater makes sense. Like this, this is actually a point of contention because my girlfriend loves Full House. Okay. It's just it takes us back to it's, the nostalgia aspect where people want yeah. to feel that again, like to be like, back. oh, I'd, I'd really like to watch X Files again, but I want to see new episodes. Well, so. and I think in particular with um, new Power Rangers, let's get a new movie. In particular with MacGyver. In particular oh, with oh. Full House and Fuller House, I think it's it's a there's like this accepted campiness about that show girl meets world like well and see and that that's straight up a children's show not like a teenager show like how boy meets world was but um with fuller house in particular i think it's just that people want to see a happy nuclear family on tv again like you've got all these different family comedies and stuff on tv where it's like how kooky can we make these characters and like, like how modern family yeah exactly like how meet the crazy different and... can all this stuff be and it's like high drama and you know crazy storylines with like you know relevant topics to today and stuff whereas Fuller House is much more of a like how are we going to get to soccer practice right and like remember to be nice to people even if you don't like them like right. it's it's lessons that you can family values it's family values but it's also stuff that you can appreciate as an adult if you have that background of like I remember watching Full House when I was a kid and I I mean I can admit personally in my everyday life I constantly have moments where I'm like ugh society you know right. like these people and everything but like fuller house has that that pure cheesy almost too much wholesomeness in it that gives you like that it's just that feeling of like okay even if the entire world sucks there (laughs) are full house well there are still people (laughs) out there like these people like there really are people that are that wholesome and can be counted on to be good people you know and raise their kids to be good people and things like that. And like you said, a big chunk of it is the nostalgia. I I mean, I I guarantee it. Most of it is just, yeah. The fact that everyone's capitalizing on the nostalgia factor with everything. Yeah. Every single fucking thing. I mean, Pokemon go, which leads us into our next section, but Pokemon go, the Nintendo, um, the, the, the fucking NES little box. NES that held all the games, the NES classic right before switch comes out. I mean, Pokemon go comes out right before, the 3ds pokemon x and y right. come out it's, or, uh, it's everything like every single thing they can capitalize on when it comes to that nostalgia factor transformers power the rangers x-men or x-men power rangers yeah dude everything it's just star wars i i really star wars for sure <laughs> oh my god but i i'm and look I, I will love star wars coming out every year forever you know i'm, I'm stoked about yeah. that but i am also looking forward to this nostalgia 
trend dying and us getting some more original shit. So you I know, I agree. You, um, you're not saying fuck retro anything, are you? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I, I love tattoos. I love all that. Like, <laughs> um, right. no, it's it's a. Uh, I, I think you're right, but what I think is really interesting is so we talked about Stranger Things t- uh, two episodes ago, right? I loved Stranger Things because Str- of, Stranger uh, Things was steeped in nostalgia, but it wasn't a remake of anything, and it was totally original. Mm-hmm. Like the best music ever. Dude. That, oh my and god! And that was right? a really good yeah. display of how you can mix both originality and nostalgia in the same thing yeah. and make it great. And it didn't feel yeah. and and Stranger Things. I mean, you could say it was pretty derivative, but it never felt that way. There right. was never a point where I was like, oh, it's just like you know this movie or just like right. That it movie. was its like, own fucking show. Yeah. And they acknowledged it well by having that science teacher watch the thing. And oh, explain yeah. it to his date. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the science teacher for yeah. giving up on his date to help those kids. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's looking at the back. He's like, God, uh, but you said you'd help us at any time. <sighs> Why are you closing this curiosity door? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do not close the door on us. Anyways. Speaking yeah. of nostalgia and Pokemon Go, um, let's talk about Pokemon Go a little bit. There was an update they last added week. Generation 2. They did. They added the Johto League. Um, Luke, do you play Pokemon Go? Um, I did for a period of time. You're like, um, I'm an adult. <laughs> no, I, I did. <laughs> I did for job. a period of time, and I was really stoked about the music. I was like, dude. Me too. I'm like, if yeah. this is what I pictured the future to be, like walking around <laughs> and this music is playing everywhere. <laughs> but um, dun, 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 I, dun, dun, I dun, dun, wanted some guitar dun, 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 app. Well, so I'm like, oops, got to delete that. But yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it got so cold out. It's true. Yeah. Um, In Colorado, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, yeah. But the new update's super cool. Um, for people that haven't played it yet, you have all the new, not all the new, but like, you it's know, when, uh, what was it? Is it silver and gold? Yeah. Okay. So all the That's silver and gold Pokemon from the Johto League. So the, the three starters were the Totodile, Cyndaquil, and um, help me out here. Chikorita. Chikorita. That's right. Um, so super cool. It's only 80, 80 more Pokemon added, um, which I which I don't think they added the legendaries. No. Um, but which is fine because I you can't find the legendaries anywhere anyway. Right. So it's but not what a they big deal. the other thing that they added that's a, probably an equally big deal is a lot of quality of life improvements. Yes. Um, you can change your avatar to look a lot different now, and of course those cost money. You have to buy the Poke coins. But of course, yeah. Which again you can get for free. Yeah. If you take gyms and stuff, but um, you can customize your avatar more. They added new berry types into the game that's that will right. keep uh, the Pokemon well, from you have, you attacking have the, you so much. You have much. the banana berries. The uh, Nanab. The Nanab berries. Nanab. Nanab. But Nanab backwards. Nanab. Nanab. What? Let's see. There's a lot of shit that they added to this. Yeah, so new berry effects, um, new avatar effects. The the UI is different now. Pineapple berry, that's the Uh, other one. So the UI is different now. When you go to the screen to catch a Pokemon, you can quick select your berries or what kind of ball you want Mm -hmm. um, instead of having to open your bag and leave the screen and all that different stuff. Which is fantastic. Yeah, it's really great. The visual update um, is mostly in the menus and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, The critical capture uh, mechanic has been added. I don't don't know if that was added before. It was. It was added in the update beforehand, I believe. But they did add when you are capturing a Pokemon. Now they move from left to right. Not only do they move up and down, but some of them will move left to right. out of that When I was trying to catch... Geo dude, the other day, 
because I still play this game like religiously. Yep. Um, I you know threw a ball out and he moved to the left really quick and just dodged it and I was like, what the what the mother? Fuck? I was gonna say I guarantee so. Josh swore at his foot <laughs> <laughs> when of that happened. Are you we kidding that? me? <laughs> That's like my punchline right there. Is this a fucking joke? That's my catchphrase. Yep. There it is. Um. So yeah, I know Jesse. You were saying you haven't played too much. Kylie, yeah, you've played so a lot. Cold. Yeah. What are some of the new? What are some of your favorite of the new generation of Pokemon that you've caught? Um, I think that Shuckle is one of the weirdest. Like, I like how he like whips his neck around to attack you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. He's cute. the wow man. I have. He's a gimmick Pokemon in the main series. He has the highest defense of any Pokemon. But, oh really? But he's totally useless right, I was right. gonna say, he unless you play competitively and then you can set him up with certain movesets and that's just a whole thing that i don't even bother with yeah. that's, not, that's not why i play pokemon right i play it to waste time which Thank you, you <laughs> by the way have you have caught all pokemon haven't you uh so i have in my in my pre let's see pre pokemon x mm. i have a full dex which i think is 500 that's and something right. yeah, well yeah. So it's everything up through black and white one. That's so crazy. Um, is finished. That's now, so crazy. I have Pokemon Sun. I haven't played a ton of it. Like I got into it really heavy for the first three or four days, and I'm still playing it. It's just the pace that I'm playing is really slow because I'm also playing Terraria and Not a Hero and Ghost Recon oh, yeah. and Destiny and, and a lot of other stuff. And you're doing this podcast now. Yeah. It's just so... At least all you're playing time, it because yeah. I work. All of my time <laughs> is occupied. And not that I'm complaining. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, the series is still going strong. And I'm really excited if there's going to be that third installment on Switch. Possibly. I really think they're going to do it. The rumor is that they're going to release it. The head November. of the Pokemon company said something like, we'll see how your console does. Oh, and yeah. then if we like that, <laughs> we will let you put a Pokemon game on it. Right. Because they are a completely independent entity and well that's why they have printing that's money. why they have a Pokemon Go app right because Nintendo doesn't necessarily own them they don't have to no, have game permission freak. from Nintendo it's right. all game freak and well the Pokemon company right in, right. Con- in conjunction but um, yeah so I really like generation 2 Pokemon I think they were probably my favorite because they were the first Game Boy cartridge of Pokemon that I ever owned to myself I played red blue and yellow but I had borrowed them so the uh, first one I ever owned was silver and uh, so those are my favorite set. Okay. So I'm really excited for Generation Two. But like I said, it has been pretty cold. So yeah, we don't. And yeah, I know Kylie works at a PokeStop, and that's <laughs> so well, is Josh. Nice. I do too. I just I always forget to open my app. Yeah, I'll go leave work and be like, "Fuck, I didn't even spin yeah. once today." Once it gets warm out, I'm sure we'll go back out. Um, Joanna and I would go probably an hour, hour and a half a day when it was sure. warm out. Just doing laps around the sculpture park you know, now that i have like an that. actual phone again we'll probably be doing that yeah more. so yeah, that we helps. live by a lot of stops for sure so kylie you were saying shuckle well give me one other pokemon that you've caught that you really like um that's in here that may, that maybe people wouldn't really remember was in the golden silver age sure i will say my favorite right now is uh the two eevee evolutions yeah those are neat umbreon and SP. i have both of those which is pretty tight Teddy Ursa is adorable. Yes, <laughs> I like the Teddy Ursa as well. So super cute. And I also have two of the three starters. I have Totodile and Cyndaquil. See, my one of my favorites from the second generation was Sneasel. Yeah. Little 
black weasel guy with the claws. Yeah. The claws. Pink feather on his head. I also have Apom, which is like one of the weirdest looking Pokemon. The monkey with a t- hand on the his hand tail. The hand tail, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. W- weren't there weird. like three different ones of that? No, that was um, Pokemon Black. There were th- Pokemon Black and White had three monkeys that were elemental. Oh, that's right. And Instead of the Eevees or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's right. Well, they. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. They were like the new generation of Eevee, kind of. Yeah, Black and White was almost like a direct parallel of the originals. Like, it the, their set of Pokemon was like, that's um, true. if the original Pokemon were in a different region. They weren't based on that, but that's how they felt. Right. Like, you had two birds, you know, the, the yep. rat and yep. the horse, like yep. all the same types of things. That was the last one I played. Or no. Was it black and white? Yeah, black and white. Because I didn't have X and Y. I just had yeah. the black and white ones. I had black, I re- I really black one black and, white and white two, I think. Yeah, It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so with Pokemon, though, speaking of being able to catch them all, um, <laughs> let's see. Polygon is reporting that um, the gallery figures line from the Pokemon company. Sorry. Pokemon company is releasing a new line of toys called the gallery figures. And they're collectible Pokemon toys. Um, this is the kind of thing that you'd buy and keep it in the box. Um, it's I bring this up. I wanted to talk about this because it's probably going to be something that I start. You guys know me. I'm a collector. Yep. If you've ever seen my house, it's it's a curse. Um, but he this likes is toys. yeah, this is something that I'm probably going to start collecting because they're really fucking sweet. They're really detailed. Nicely they're really made high end figures. Yeah, they're they're not just like a. They're not like, oh, here's a Pikachu, you know, it's like he's in an action pose and he's yeah, got some electricity going neat. around him. We're going to have to find something else to put toys on. Yeah, I'm going to need, need a new case. Uh, I'm going to need a new case, I think. You guys probably just it's need getting a new ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, new it's all full. sorts of stuff. So. It is pretty full. <laughs> it is pretty full. <laughs> She's we- all looking around like, fuck, oh man. There's- <laughs> Wait, there is no space left. There's not any space on the walls anymore. Um. So the and these these figures are they're three to four inches in height. Um, it doesn't say how many they're gonna release. Um, it's it looks like it's just gonna be a lot of the they original. Could go, they could go generational. Yeah, and it, I mean it's it looks like they're just kind of gonna kind of start with a set of the original 150, 151 or whatever, and see how they sell. Um, they're released on Pokemon Day. Which are they is, really gonna do all of them though? Or are they just gonna start with like, like Pikachu I was saying, and I your think they're gonna start with the normal like ones the that. Okay, did I miss that part? Uh, yeah, I just said that. Oh, okay, I'm so I apologize. <laughs> that was right now ago. <laughs> I am <decided>, sorry. <laughs> when was that said? Right now, just now. <laughs> we missed it, sir. Just now. <laughs> um, but they're releasing on February 27th, which is Monday. Yes. Which, if this is updated on Sunday, would be tomorrow. That was very confusing. Um, but February 27th is also Pokemon Day. So I'm assuming that there'll be some more Pokemon news coming out that day that we'll get to talk about. Oh, yeah. They've been all and over Facebook And recently. the Pikachus with the Santa... Or not the Santa hats. The uh, party hats. Oh, yeah. For Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Pokemon yes. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Those are on the 27th. New Pikachu party hat for Pokemon Go. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I've I are, love I, the Santa hats ones. They're very, very Those are the cute. only Pikachus I have. I have a Raichu Santa hat and a Pikachu Santa hat. I cast all other Pikachus aside. <laughs> I did. I needed candies, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Pokemon toys. That'll be fun. It'll be fun to collect. Um, was that it? Was that all that we had today? I think so. What? <laughs> what? I think, I think that is pretty much it. I think it is it. You know, we'll uh, maybe we'll call this one a shorty today. It's for the shorties. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, yeah, and you know it's it's probably okay. Next week is going to be a a pretty long episode. Pretty involved show, yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe doing a Facebook live on top of on top of the the Twitch live on top of a stream. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll even do what Luke was talking about earlier. What was that? Periscope down Periscope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be it's cool. fun. Um, Kylie unfortunately will not be with us next week. Nerd. I won't. You're uh, going to Blackhawk. Oh, that's I right. Won't? Like, where am I? Where am I going? We're breaking up, and you had no idea. <laughs> yeah. You're not. T minus twenty four. This hours. is what podcasts are for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On air breakups. <laughs> I wanted to do this while my friends were here. <laughs> so it wasn't so me. awkward. <laughs> no. Uh, um, candid, yeah. So yeah. Unfortunately, Kylie's not going to be able to be with us next week, but <laughs> it's Kylie. not going to be the last time that we do a Switch episode, guaranteed. Um, with the Switch coming out, we have a new Zelda coming out, which means we have, we're going to have a lot to talk Damn. about mm-hmm. when it comes to that. We have a new Mario coming out soon. We have just new games and new console in general that we have to talk about, which is fantastic. And so. we have Horizon Zero Dawn coming out on PlayStation yes. 4. We have Ghost Recon coming out on PlayStation 4. This oh game, Prey, looks really good yeah, for PlayStation yeah. 4. Just, ah, I'm very excited for this year in video games. It, it is going to be good. Red Dead Redemption 2. We're going to try and get, we'll try and get YouTube segments up as well so that you don't have to catch the stream if you don't want to or if you're not available live. Ooh, that's a good idea. We can do little chunks and stuff like right. that. So. And I think with, yeah, once we get it all settled and stuff, we'll have actual episodes that'll be, you know, obviously the live episodes will be probably two, three hours long. Right. But the YouTube episodes will be like an hour snippet of Cut. what happened yeah. on that live Highlights. show, you know. Um, I'm very excited to see where that goes. So next week will be the start of that. Um, and I guess I guess we'll we'll let you all know what happens next week <laughs> live, face to screen, live from Josh's <laughs> place. Um, before we go though, um, we should thank Luke again. I was gonna say, oh, do you guys on. have anything thank else you, you want? I can't to thank add? you guys enough for having me on. It was man. great. We yeah. loved it. And make sure you go on to SoundCloud and look for a Spear Ritual and follow them there. You can also find us on SoundCloud. So. Twist My Arm Podcast. Wow. Yep. You can find us on SoundCloud. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Twist My Arm Cast. You can email us, Twist My Arm Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, I'm going to get us some MySpace. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, but, um, Tom is so cool. <laughs> Tom doesn't own it anymore. Yeah, it's he sold it. Justin Timberlake that he owns sold that it shit. To Timberlake. Are you Crazy. for real? I'm dead oh, serious. Yeah. That's why it's all about the music now on MySpace. Yep. Oh, all right. So, um, but yeah, you can find us anywhere. We. Super, super appreciate all of your support, um, all the listens. It's amazing to me that every week we have more and more listeners and that number of plays goes up and up and up. It, it's crazy to me that that still happens. So I thank you guys. Can't thank you guys enough for all your continued support. Um, 2017, looking to be a pretty good year, and I'm really excited. If you guys have any sort of questions or comments or anything like that, like I said, email us, twistmorepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions for Luke or any questions about his band, you can find him on Twitter at Luke in Fort Collins. If you have any questions for me, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse Bailey. I'm also on Facebook under the same name. And for Kylie, if you want to find her on Nintendo Switch, you can search Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> oh, good call. And on PlayStation 4, yep. go to your communities tab, search for Twist My Arm. Add yourself there and play with us. Yeah. Anytime. Like, I, I'm usually on during the day. Jesse's 
Mostly mornings. Yeah, Jesse's on the morning. I'm, I'm kind of day evening sort of thing. We have different schedules, so lots of weekends too. At least one of us will be on most of the time. So if you ever want to come play, I always I play Battlefront a lot. So well, the more people that join, the more people there are to play with. Exactly. Um, so yeah, once again, thanks for listening. This has been Twist Modern Podcast, and we will talk to you again next week. Catches. April 1st, 1945, U.S. Marines landed to take the fight to the Japanese soldiers awaiting them, determined to defend the island any way they can. Okinawa, the last of the island chain, leading straight to Japan, marching bombing raids. The Japanese fight fierce, backs against the wall, suffering heavy casualties for the Emperor's cause. Operation Iceberg, the typhoon is still a large-scale assault by the Allies for real to capture the island, gave them a base to build. Facilities to bomb the mainland and still fear into the hearts of the Japanese and kill any hope for victory in the war they feel. But first, this combat would claim lives of real on a scale massive. 82 days, no chill. The 10th Army landed on the Hagushi beaches. April Fools, Easter Sunday, no resistance, believe it. Diversionary tactics were performed elsewhere to draw attention from the main invasion there. They swept across the island to the north with ease, capturing two air bases within hours. You see Kadima and Yoma. Attack, taken with light resistance, General Buckner moves to phase two in an instant. They move to take Northern Okinawa seas, heading up Ishikawa, bringing hell with them. While the 7th of April, Mutubu was sealed, and the Japanese soldiers were cornered there. Mountainous terrain and hills feature everywhere. Fighting intense for Russia's death will take you here. Day dock would be cleared on April 18th. Meanwhile, the 7th 7th Infantry assault, Leishima. Kamikaze attacks made the battle dangerous. Local women charged with spears. At the Marines, they rush. So when settled in the fight, explosions followed by screams. Many more deaths in the dot for a hollowed out dream. The Marines pushed on, losing men, causing loss. Gunfire is echo in the air all across the entire island. And by the 21st, Northern Okinawa secured to the south. It's worse. The 7th and the 96th cross a narrow land. The Southern Okinawa fierce fights away then. In West Central Okinawa, East Highway 1, the 96th encounter pockets of resistance strong. The Japanese held positions that were full. A place that would come to be known as Cactus Ridge A place that decides who dies, who lives No giving up, keep moving, that's the way it is The 7th Infantry wasn't faring any better To the southeast, known as the Pinnacle More fortified positions and it's critical That they fight no matter what, it's so integral 1,500 soldiers died in a brutal fighting 4,500 Japanese killed, our capture fell in It's a cause every day that keeps drifting by But this was only but a taste before the Sherry line before the sherry line Faced with more fighting every step, more fierce, close to victory. Farther away still, at Kakazu Ridge, two fortified hills. The Japanese hid in case many marines are killed. Civilians caught in the flames, forced to gather supplies. The evilness of this war again personified. The marines wouldn't be stopped at the cost of life. Sacrifice for more gain, there's no end in sight. General Ushijima would launch an offensive on April 12th. In the even fighting back in an instant. Well organized and sustained, a nightmare amassed. For the U.S. were Trying to hold him back They will retreat eventually Only just to 
to repeat They assault the next night, staving off defeat April 14th, they would now one last attack But the overwhelming firepower of the Marines April 27, infantry land on the west And join the 96 and 7, General Hodge will contest Heavily the Japanese and launch a new attack From bar missile fierce wood Proceed the class, the largest one, the Pacific Leader has seen April ships boarding planes overhead Would scream, dropping bombs and napalm But the Japanese were hit Well protected on the opposite side, they missed Ushijima once again, desperate to strike back With an amphibious assault behind the Marines line They managed to get in the open, firing their guns off But the Marines held strong, so once again they lost No matter what the Japanese do, it seems they're overwhelmed But they will not give in, bring it hell once again the, In the April, the battle still rages on But time is ticking out on the rising sun On May 11th, Americans attacked again Ten days of brutal fighting, carried to death and fear Explosive scream, gunfire screams The pattern of the fight, desperation is clear The 96th Infantry managed to take on a hill Rising high above the land, a key point revealed Meanwhile, the 1st and 6th took Sugarloaf Hill Surround the Japanese strategically, they fill The monsoon rains fell, turning the battlefield trace Into something more like World War One. They say the ground turned into both sides were mired, garbage pit, a graveyard, dead bodies retired, decay and sink into the mud, maggots slipping your pockets, after sliding down hills, horrifying and noxious, the fighting was sustained, though the end is near, take the Shuri line and Shuri castle with that fear, naval ship shell, the castle forcing a retreat, by the Japanese they taken with relative ease, they tactically will retreat successfully in the night, using the advantage of the rains and the darkness of light, 30 thousand Japanese escaped to the last line, that Kiyan Peninsula, no surrender, in sight, slaughter wood, rule the day in its place, so sad, including civilians caught in between the brutal crowd. Thousand Japanese sellers committed suicide in the tunnels dug in, yes, they would rather die than be captured by the advancing U.S. Marines. Generals die on both sides, Buckner and Ushijima, 221st, the last resistance of Japan fell under the bloody Gist Pacific battle. By number 240,000 dead on both sides, the fall of Japan is imminent, soon the bombs will fall. Soon the bombs will fall. Soon the bombs will fall.